0: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ahmed Hossain and Aswad Iqbal. To begin today's program, we begin with a message to be sent from the Quranic Mujahid by Hafiz Shoaib, who is one of the exponents of our Muslim school of learning and sciences. We call upon his absolute attention. We're very fortunate. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the fit and the ability to come to his house, to be a guest in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Allah gave us the feed to sit here in such a gathering, which may be a described as Allah, the strike the gathering which the Malayah has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mercy, descends. And at the end of such gatherings, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala announces Mathfilak. Forgiveness, not just forgiveness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so generous, Allah ta'ala changes over our sins into good deeds. So, sitting in the masjid on Mubarak night and Thursday night, listening to the the remembrance and the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of of the advice imparted from uh, the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are very fortunate we have, as a boy, we ask, the girl, Taman whom um, uh, who is the brother of our uh Azad Mayyu is Pajasa, who is very famous in our country, very, very well known, a great, share, a great father, a great friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nice brother one of the currently teaching at Buddha Satali one of the Sadira at Madras Ali which is not very close by the Lodium. He has taken up the difficulty, the trouble to come down to town by our request and he'll be sharing in fact great advice to us and ask one more as Allah said with what he did to the and said with the intention of making at'amal and at the same time ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the ability and the tawfeeq to make at'amal whatever he said "Because of upon his own Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ilayya saham Alhamdulillah
1: الحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذي اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذررياتنا قرة اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم راعٍ وكلكم مسؤول عن رعيته أو كما النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. Kiram, Brothers and first and foremost, on very simple, humble request, in emulation of the, of the Sahaba, those who. We do not need the wall, etc. humble request to come forward and join the gathering as the Sahaba comes through, in one gathering all together. Very humble to request, are. The topic that we have been given for tonight
0: mm-hmm.
1: is related to Ibrahim. The As a father, as a son, this comes down to the topic of parenting, and parenting is a lifelong responsibility, and the relationship between father and son is lifelong also, as long as they are living up. This topic is something that needs lifelong discussion. Inshallah, that is not a tension, though sometimes one of our bayan also feels like a lifelong talk that has taken place. But our objective is just to discuss <coughs> some aspects of Insha'Allah so the fuzl of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, may become some kind of inspiration for us, some direction. In terms of how we are supposed to be fulfilling our responsibility as fathers, as parents, how we are supposed to be conducting ourselves as sons and really this is something that we can only learn from the personalities that Allah wa ta'ala sent down with this guidance that we like and we are the ambiyanim salat often people try to take these kind of lessons or the guidance in these aspects of life from Western literature or things that just some doctors so and so might have written from a Western perspective but really those things cannot guide us those who have iman of Allah wa ta'ala those who have jannah as their direction those who their primary purpose in life is the obedience of Allah ta'ala and His pleasure we can't take anything and learn anything from there but we were getting all in the Quran the Ahādīth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and from the lives of the Ahimullah, and coming all the way from top, from the Amir alayhi salatu And hence, today we have a discussion of the life of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi wa
0: salatu
1: He is that personality who enjoys that great accolade. in the Qur'an-shareep, Allah ta'ala Quran, says to Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sallam, ثُمَّ أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ أَنِتَّبِعْ Ibrahim. That we then reveal this to you, that you also follow that line of Ibrahim his way, his creed. Obviously, the shari'at of Rasulullah sallallahu is final, and there's no salvation without following that final book of Allah the Quran, Shariq, and the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah Taala gave these Muslims in this instruction that you also follow that principles that we gave Ibrahim as-Salaam. This is in every aspect, and in particular, how what we are talking about today is how he lived as a father. So, Ibrahim describes him in the Quran. in The ayat of the Quran that was recited: "Inna Ibrahimakana ummatan Ibrahim was an ummah. The word ummah is a nation. One man, a nation? Can one man be a nation? Fasidine explains that what is referred to as an ummah, that he had reached perfection fi jami'i al khayr. All the good qualities, all the noble qualities, it was like a whole nation put in one man. All the various good qualities were all to the level of perfection in this one person. Sometimes you find somebody excelling in one thing, but not necessarily excelling to the same extent in other aspects. Somebody is very generous, but he may not necessarily be that much of a Amid and the reciter of the Karanjali to that extent, somebody recites the Karanjali whole life, but he may not necessarily be somebody who is in the forefront of serving mankind, and somebody is very ahead in terms of being of assistance to the people who are in need, <coughs> But somehow he is not able to do many things that others do. Here is one man with all the good qualities of everybody infused in one person. What we learn from this also is that while perfection and perfection is something we can never ever claim, our whole life will finish off we will never be able to claim perfection. But the Bible as one single human being is being called an Ummah because he encompassed all the good qualities. The lesson for us is that we too have to make an effort to encompass all the good qualities. Our whole life will go away in trying to improve in them. But it is not that we take some and leave some. And a person feels that I perform my salah regularly five times a day, so if I don't fulfill the aspects of vajarat and social life, and treat my parents or my wife my children in a correct way, or in the best way. See, it doesn't really matter because I am performing Vakarchan Salah or Salah. Indeed, obviously, there is no real piety of any sort without Salah being performed correctly. But in the same way, Muashirat and social life is a part of the, and a very important part of the. Somebody is very good at home, and he is perhaps performing his Salah also but when it comes to his business life then he feels, well, it's not that serious my business is my business nobody else's business why should somebody else mind my business? but Deen has given us direct directives of how to conduct that business also so this as the person is required to be fulfilling his salah he is supposed to be fulfilling all the ahkam of Allah, Allah in terms of his business he is supposed to be fulfilling all the requirements of being in terms of his social life, in terms of his akhlaq and character. So this is the lesson we get from Ibrahim, that he encompassed all these great qualities. In terms of being a father, there are many, many things, but there are some very salient aspects that we learn from the Quranjari about how he conducted himself as a father first aspect that we learn from the Quran is the concern for one's offspring. The divine of is a great Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. He is Khalidullah. And Allah Ta'ala is giving him this great title. Allah Ta'ala says, إِنِي جَاعِبُكَ Nasi امَامَةٍ The town here will make you a leader for people. Leader not in the sense of dunya. That way a person who is truly motivated by dunya to become a leader, then his own his only desire is how to fill his pockets and how to get that power and how to get various things of dunya. Not leadership in that regard. But to become a true example to people and lead them towards Jannah. This is a great thing. Somebody becomes a leader for people to go towards Jannah. So Alaihi Wasallam, what is his response? His immediate response, Ah min juduri Ya Allah, even from my progeny also. Ya Allah made some leaders towards Jannah out of my progeny as well. And what is dua he made and how Allah will accepted it? That in his progeny came all the andyah of Israel. And then in his progeny he came saying our Sulu Taas But the lesson we learn is that immediate concern. That's all about my progeny. All about my offspring. Make them is also for him. He is towards gender. So the lesson in this is concern. This is step one. When he's concerned for something, person that the concern drives him. A concern then moves in. We all have concern, no doubt. We have concern in terms of the also. We have concern for the dunya of our children also. The Only issue is that what is given the greater prominence in the, our lives, which concern is of a greater concern to us. Every parent is concerned this child must get a good pass the school, she must do well in metric, she must get a good career. So whatever you look at the levels of dean, no problem with that. But the greater concern is for the dean of the child. So the first thing is this concern, and in this concern what is very important is that this is a primary concern. The year of one's children is a primary concern it's not a secondary concern often the primary concern is the comfort of the child that he must have the best whatever money he can buy and Tarbiyyat will take by the way it's the other way round Tarbiyyat and the nurturing of the children in a proper Islamic manner is the primary concern and what is Tarbiyyat is to digress a little bit of this We hear this word Tarbiyyat What is is Tali means to impart knowledge. So we will impart knowledge to our children. The knowledge of Salah, for example, Salah is first five times a day. And then the knowledge of how to perform that Salah also, either we will do it ourselves or we will send the child to Madrasa. The child will be given the knowledge of Zakat is compulsory, that fasting in the month of Ramadan is compulsory, the child will be given the knowledge of Allah perhaps. Whatever else in Deen, that is Tali, That is fundamentally important also. But from Talim comes a very important part of the terbya. And Tarbiyya means to make this Talim a part of this child's life. So the child is taught that Salaj is But with that Talim alone he not going to become part of his life. Now Tarbiyya will have to take place lifelong sometimes. So the child will be advised, father will take him along to the first day, so the little girl or mother will make a stand alongside perform, performing salah, you also make a salah. The importance of salah will be repeatedly brought to the attention of the child. There will be various ways to entice that little child to start performing his salah. There will be ways of encouraging him, sometimes ways of making him feel afraid of missing his salah. And if this will go on, <coughs> a time will come in this child's life when just as a, probably one time in his early days, it was very difficult for him to make perform his salah. A time will come when it will become very difficult for him to miss his salah. It will be a huge mountain if he missed it even by mistake. Now this will happen when tarbiyah has taken place. One is tarbiyah, The of honesty. But then there is the tarbiyah of honesty. How do you be honest? What well, is the ta'lib of good character and akhlaq? But then there's the 30th of good akhlaq. The child will put through that training, through incidents. Look what you did, this was not the right way to go about it. This is how you go about it. This incident, look at this incident of this ta'abi. Look how he conducted himself. Or Look at this great prize personality, and how he conducted himself. This is called akhlaq. Now, repeatedly, day in, day out, something or the other, of good character, of good akhlaq, of the sahaba, of the five predecessors, of somebody in our community is being brought to the attention of this child in various ways. Now Tarabiya is taking places. And the time will come when this child now will absorb this. He will imbibe it. And he will start living it. So he is here the showing the concern and he is giving us this direction. That we must have this concern. The very important thing in this concern is that this is not something that can be delegated to somebody else. Often, upbringing of children gets delegated. And sometimes it even gets delegated to some commercial upbringing. Somebody somewhere is getting paid to look after the child the whole day. So, it's commercial upbringing. Commercial upbringing is a opening of commercialized children. The time for whatever it is, dunya is in everything in life. So, upbringing of children is the responsibility of parents. The bhakta, the madrasa, whatever other efforts of being will be taking place is all to support this. It's supplementary things. But the primary responsibility is the parent. To bring the child up in a way that he becomes a true ambassador of being. Then you see the joint responsibility. Often what happens is that father is dedicated to the mothers. And the child does something good. He performs excellently somewhere. When he does something very well, father says, you see my son? And then when there's a complaint he says to his wife, you see what Joshua is up to. So now there was a the prince, he taxes his, his own chest, my son. So, my son, how are you? Mashallah, excellent. And then when the son did something, behave you see what the son is up to. But it is the responsibility of both. Both parents have to be united in this responsibility. And have to be committed to it in a way that does not confuse the child. One is pulling in one direction, another is pulling in another direction. The child is talking between the two and in the confusion he does his own thing. So there has to be one direction, and the direction is only possible to take it from the Qur'an from the aadhis of the Sudut from the guidance of Allah, ask them what is their direction, and take it accordingly. Otherwise, sometimes the infighting of parents makes it a very major issue in the heart and mind of the child, it becomes a real dilemma for him, and this confusion sometimes leads him to it is, things which are totally irresponsible, wrong, but this is often the root. So we need to be having one direction. So, Allah he is showing this concern, this concern Allah has given us in the Qur'an verse, as well. يَا يُنَّذَكِنَ آمَنُمْ قُوْ أَنفُسَكُمْ Oh, you believe? Protect and safeguard yourselves and your families from the fire of them. This is all our concern. This is something that we have to be very, very alert in regard to the target of our children and make sure that they are given the right upbringing. Then to take it to the next point, Ibrahim teaches us by means of one dua. What is meant to be the aspirations for our children? Every parent has many aspirations. Mm-hmm. Rai salam wa salam, was instructed Bella Talara of the Bella Thala, to go and leave his wife and child in a parent place. The incident we you know very well. <coughs> so he goes, leaves them. Let the incident just to take the point that you want to make. Any case, he then leaves them there and he starts returning. As soon as he's out of sight, he then turns to Allah to ask for من du'a he makes? He is making dua to Allah and he starts by saying, Allah, I kept my family, left them behind, order, the in this barren place. Why? The first thing, Ya Allah, رَضَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ Salah, So that they may establish salah in their lives. Now the first aspiration of a parent is the deen of the child. My child was grown up as a good Muslim. And the most fundamental part of being deen is salah. So that Salah will be part and parcel of his life. And on the other side, we are talking about parent and child. Many times, children, youngsters, and parents are guiding them towards various aspects of Deen, towards Salah, towards other things. Sometimes it seems like a very burdensome thing. That seems like my father has put all the job to sit on my head. But this guidance that we get from our parents is something that is taking us towards Jannah. It might seem burdensome now, but we only appreciate it the day we are parents ourselves. The day when we have to have this responsibility on our shoulders, then we will appreciate what our parents did for us in terms of guiding us towards them. So in any case, if right, the first thing is the concern for the salah of Israel. And this is something that we have to obviously, without there's no two ways about it. We have to show the highest importance to Salah in our lives in the lives of our children. Ismail as Salaam, Great salam great Nabiullahullah. The Quranic verse speaks about him also. The so Qur'afil Kitab Ismail: Inna hu ka Nasad al-Wa'ad wa ka Nasool al Ismail as-Salat as-Salam, great Nabiullahullah. Allah says it. Wa ka yaquru ahlahu bi salatik wasala. This was his constant reminder that he used to be instructing his family to be constant on their salah and just after zikhaat, wa ka'an ayam, he used to keep reminding, keep instructing them, a great Nabi of Allah, and he is repeatedly reminding his family, his children about salah, and many a times the parents say, well I find it very difficult to tell my son about salah Ismail, Ibrahim, Ibrahim, great Anbiya, Allah, Sayyidina Rasulullah in the hadith is mentioned, Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. She is now married and she's gone to live with Khazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. After she was married also, for six months, Nabi Islam would pass by her house at the time of Hajar and he would shout, As-Salaah ya ahad al-Bayt. As-Salaah ya ahad al-Bayt. All oh, people of the household have we'll a salah. For six months after she got married, she is now living with her husband. Nabi Slausim is still passing by the house and he is giving this reminder of Salah. And to who? To the Queen of Jannah. Can we imagine that she would miss the Salah? But this reminder was a lesson to us. That this is something we cannot cut any corners in. We have to, in a good way, in a proper way, establish Salah in our lives. Establish salah in the lives of our children. This is a fundamental responsibility of every parent that salah must come alive in our children. The Beast also says, salah, e. that When your child is seven years old, command him to perform salah, teach him, take him around to the masjid if he's a boy. The girl, the mother should start making him perform salah alongside. And when the child has reached ten years of age, now if he misses the salah, then punish him appropriately. What is appropriate punishment for that kind of situation, for that age of child? But this is the emphasis on salah. So by the time he is of age, salah is the part and parcel of his life. So this is the aspect that first thing he made dua for, bana salah. This is the aspiration. Then, Ya Allah, you make them beloved to people. Make the hearts of everyone inclined time to This too is something not for the sake of dunya, but to get safe from any kind of difficulties of dunya also. And if a person is well, liked among people, then each other people won't unnecessarily give difficulties. But together with that, this becomes a support in being, that the right people are the companions of the person good company he has. And then his du'a was Zut-hum minat kamarati wa'ayyuhum So you bless them with the fruits, let it come from wherever it is. Now he is making du'a in a current place. He could have made du'a, Allah made this place fertile. But you didn't make du'a, Allah made it fertile. That's you bring the fruit from wherever it is to them. And this is the birthday of the du'a, the du'a, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to this day. The best fruit of our country, if you won't see here, you will see Paka within in the And from any part of the world, the export quality, the best fruit which maybe somebody will ever market, get a hand on it, otherwise all exporters, you find in you You This is the law of the That That ye That's to Ayala, you bring to me after he didn't make dua, Ya Allah, you get them immersed in dunya. Allah, you make them move way ahead in dunya. To earn the dunya is not haram. In fact, this is something which the peace has given such virtues to the honest trader, which is truly amazing and astounding. Atta bi ustaduwa ul Amin. That business person, that trader, who is honest and who is truthful. And he will provide obviously, he is fulfilling all his obligations of Deen together with that. His Salah is obviously fundamental, other aspects of Deen. But together with that, he is honest and truthful in his business. He will be raised with the, ambiyana, with the salat salam with the of with the Siddiqeen, with the Shuhada, with the Sani'een. SubhanAllah. What an amazing thing. But Ibrahim al salam is teaching us that primarily the aspiration must be Deen, not dunya. You never come, somebody is meant to be in business, he'll be in business. Somebody is meant to be in a profession, he'll be in a profession. Somebody is meant to be in some trade, he'll be in some trade. Somebody in some skill, he'll be in that skill. Whatever he will carry on, but primarily in So, whatever person is involved in, he's involved in business, he's involved in some profession, he'll be fulfilling his obligations of being first. And in whichever field of life he is, he'll be in a battle of being. His profession, his business, his trade, everything will become a means of thou towards thee, in The manner that he will conduct himself. In the manner that he will trade with people. Entire countries came to Islam due to how the businessmen of the time, most few Muslim businessmen who settled there, how they changed and conduct themselves. So, Alaihi Wasallam is teaching us the same lesson and message that primarily deen is the aspiration. And dunya was put in, in the framework of Deen. Then the dunya will also become Deen. And then finally, he says, You see, what fruits it is, that? Is restricted only to the fruit that is eaten. The Samarat has every need, whatever is required, whatever it might be, if I come from where it is. And you find that anything that is required is available. Millions of hujjah will be there. And every day so many things are being consumed, but there's never a shortage. This is the virtues of the Lord. And many say, Ya Allah, they will need this dunya. In order to sail through this world, they will need water. That ship cannot sail on dry land, it will need water. So that dunya, the wealth of the world, is the water. But this ship will sail on the water. If this water comes into the ship, it will sink it. So he is making this dua, Allah will give them this water. But Allah so that they be grateful to you. That this dunya also must become deen, must bring them to you. Because the person who is truly grateful to Allah, that sugar is not just verbal sugar, that sugar is verbal sugar also, that sugar is practical sugar, total obedience to Allah. This is Yashmurun. So this is the second very great lesson that the Bible is teaching us that the primary aspiration of a parent is Deen. The aspiration for his children is that they will become good Muslims, true Muslims. Then they will become an adept to the parents' system of foremost. When that child is deen in his life then he will know what it is to make him of the world's parents. Then he will understand the gentleman lies under the feet of the mother. Then he will understand that the father is the God of gentleman Maybe his pastor said, You are the look after break it. But he will understand that in the deen in life. Otherwise, Allah forward, Allah forward. Recently there was one funeral somewhere around Durban and the it was a Friday or something in any case, the son who had or the person who was supposed to have been having all the documents and the necessary whatever else, he was somewhere far away. He was on some, in some a couple of hundred kilometers away. The phone told, told him what happened, please come completely. So now he at that time was involved in some very important meeting, business meeting. And he found it difficult to leave everything and rush quickly. So he Spontaneous response He was told your to father, pastor, away now, please completely quickly, we need this, let me have So he spontaneously promised Allah of save us and protect us, let the body mate, he said Now this is the response There's two sides to this And maybe this is the point of this, the guess i you know again This is whole dunya is the test and everybody is in a test. The parents are in a tests. the children are in a test. Everybody is being tested. Sometimes,
0: the parents are, mashallah, fulfilling whatever their
1: responsibility is. They whatever is in their capacity. And after doing whatever is in their capacity, sometimes it still happens, that despite being all that they could, but things be worked out in terms of how that child grew up and what what happened, obviously this is beyond their control then, they've done whatever they could they will inshallah be absolved, because they made their full utmost effort but sometimes there's another scene, there's another situation the parents didn't give their children the right direction they put their children only in dunya and being was left to him he wants to do it, he must do it, he wants to go for person is now an adult, he must worry about himself. But when he decided not to go to work, not to go to university, not to go to his business, then we didn't say he's an adult left to him. Then <coughs> we didn't say his life. The end result sometimes becomes this. Sometimes, on the other side of it. Sometimes, unfortunately, parents don't fulfill their responsibility. And they go the other way around. Many a is you see, you're talking about that home where we'll repeatedly get these kind of things coming up. A young person will be discussing things and will be talking about how he's treated by his parents, whatever else. So the very important thing to remember here is, especially to my young friends, that no matter what a parent does, no matter how one's father or mother may conduct themselves, how they may treat him, what they may do, that is their matter with Allah. They will be accountable to Allah. But how we as children respond to them, that will be something we will be responsible for. Our response will either make us, or our response will break us. Even if that parent is wrong. If the parent is wrong, and we responded in a disrespectful manner, that will break us. In the Quran Allah says, وَإِنْ جَاهَلَاكَ عَلَىٰ أَنْ تُشْرِكَ بِمَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٌ فَلَا أُتِعْرُمَةً وَصَاحِبُهُمَا فِي الدُنْيَا مَعَلْفًا That if somebody's parents are mushrikeen, idol worshippers, so as long as a person is in a state of shirk, he's further away from Allah. And if he dies on shirk, then he's perpetually doomed to Jannah. Now, if somebody is in shirk, the parents are in shirk. And they are now insisting upon that child that's come, for example, to commit or So You give up your Islam, you give up your team. Allah says, Allah Look, that is out of the question. La al-makhluq al You cannot obey the creation when this involves disobeying the creator. Allah Allah's obedience is supreme. But in the same way Allah says, Allah do obey them in that. So by extension, anything that is a wrong command, something the parents are instructing to do, which is against deen, you can't do that. But in the same breath Allah, Allah says, وَصَاحِبُهُمَا اِدْ dunya ma'rufa," You treat them kindly in the world. Even those Bushlik parents, who are insisting that you must give up Islam, don't give up Islam, but you still be kind to of them. And even those parents, don't even say uf them. Don't rebuke them. Speak kindly to them. That applies even to those parents. So what will be the case with regards to parents of the parents or many believers? So if parents sometimes do some things which are out of
0: line,
1: that is debate with. You can't condone something that is wrong. Something wrong is wrong. Thing. But their wrong won't justify our wrong. If they've done something wrong, we still still have to fulfill our tests. We still have to pass our tests. And they have to pass their tests. If the child has been behaving in a certain way, the parent also has to function within the levels of the, of how he goes about resolving the situation. So this is something to always bear in mind that everyone has to pass their tests. The children have to pass their tests the parents have been passed by test. Nevertheless, coming back to Brian Salat of Salaam, the third lesson, very important lesson that he teaches us, is the lesson of Dua. Dua for our children. If you really consider, think, that today, how many of us make Dua for our children? Yesterday, for the whole week, many would have, Alhamdulillah, but did everybody make Dua for our children? And, how many times we make du'a for our children? This is something we learn from the Anbiya of Sallam The the great Nabi of Allah he's making du'a for his children رَبِّجْحَلْ لَلْحَادَ وَبْنِي Ya Allah, we make this place a place of sukoon, peace Ya Allah, you save me Who's making du'a and you make Allah Allah save me and save my progeny from the worship of idols SubhanAllah the house of Tawheed. Ibrahim sal-a-salaam. Ismail sal-a-salaam. this is the house of Tawheed. But in the house of Tawheed also, the du'a is still being made, Allah, save us some shirk. wa Allah, save me and my progeny from making ibadah of idols. Now we might think that yes, mashallah, super Muslims where do we can even imagine and make, uh, even let such a thought pass our minds that I worship higher anything, Allah save us
0: and protect us from that.
1: My children, Allah protect them as well. But let us at the same time look within ourselves, while on the one side, Allah have, out of His grace and mercy, Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, saved us and protected us from worshipping some stone, worshipping some tree, worshipping some cow and Allah blessed us with this greatest wealth of Iman Alhamdulillahi ala mi'mat al-Iman Alhamdulillahi ala mi'mat islam This is the greatest gift Allah blessed us with. But are there other idols
0: virtually
1: within us? You know, we are not worshiping idols outside, are there idols within us? Quran says, Have you seen the person who has made his desires, his deity? Somebody's desire is Sports, that becomes like a diary to him. That will dictate if he will perform the salah or not. If there's some very crucial match going on, you become qaza also, one of those things. if he gets performed, one of those things. So that has become like a diary. For somebody, it might be business. For somebody, it might be entertainment. For somebody, something else. But this is also idols. Allah, like what I said. So this Dua is be ongoing. <speaking in foreign language> ya Allah save me and my progeny from all the ideas, external ideas, internal ideas. So, this Dua Ibrahim is making. Ya Allah give me pious children, make my children pious. Ya Allah give me offspring that will become the coolness of my eyes. وَجْعَلْنَا Allah إِمَامًا يَا اللَّهُ make My children, make me the leader of the pious. It's a very important lesson that has been given. One What is this lesson of dua, that we should be making dua, taking a lot of dua, daily dua. So شَيْخَ دُوَحَبْ شَعْرَانِ مَحَمْتِ الْعَلَيْهِ Great pious personality of this time. He says that among the most effective aspects for Tariqiyat, and inculcating the right qualities in children doesn't mean that other things are not to be taken note of and adopted in terms of the practical measures. But the most effective thing is sincere and fervent dua. Repeatedly. Repeated dua, especially in the times of acceptance between the Azad and the Ahmad, the time of dua is being accepted. At the time of sunset, dua is accepted and the time of tahajjud is the most accepted time of prayer. And how many times have heard this from parents and fathers, especially that after they try whatever to come get things in line in terms of the children, the things have gone way out. And after some time, eventually the father comes and says that Alhamdulillah, the du'a of the hundred worked. He says, with this, whatever happened. In any case, first time in my life I thought the Tawfiq was making Tawfiq Tawfi for so many days and everything else failed with the Dua of Tawfiq worked. So this is something that we have to grab with both hands. The month of Ramadan, Alhamdulillah, the least Tawfiq is, the real is the last month of the night. But after Isha also, Suratat Mahir, with the year of This is the entry level of Tawfiq. This too is the basic level in Chhams within the the basic level, one is the I-10, the I-10 also will reach where the GTI will reach the comfort might be different, the speed might be different but the I-10 also can be there, no problem, the two will get to each other so, but just as in dunya, everybody, when is sitting in the I-10, is looking at the GTI Nobody's content, nobody is content with what he has, but somehow when he comes to deal the person is performing five times, and I look at the one is performing four times and I say, MashaAllah, look at me. And somebody is performing four, then he too to look at somebody performing three and saying, please I am making four, I appreciate it. No one I But dunya, we all the time look up. So, being too needs to be upgraded. Everything in dunya we are upgrading, we are upgrading our homes, we are upgrading our cars, we are upgrading our phones, we are upgrading, we are upgrading everything. Deen also we have to keep upgrading. In any case, this lesson of Dua, and together with this lesson of Dua, in this particular Dua is another lesson, وَجَعَلْنَا غَلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا Say, So, Allah made me an Imam of muttaqin. What does that mean, Him? It makes Him Imam of muttaqin in the sense where, He is the greatest Muttaqeen. He will become the leader of the pious. He will be the greatest pious person. The lesson of leading by example. We have to guide our children but have to lead by example, sometimes some people here them say that, uh, that listen to what I say, don't see what I do listen to what I say, but don't see what I do but that doesn't work children, they forget what we say and they remember what we do what we say before they even finish saying it is always gone off the other sometimes and what we do, they see and remember. So, if we are leading by example, from the formative years of the child, as he's growing up, he's seeing how his parents are conducting the child, this becomes a lesson for him in life. And this is what he remembers. So, this is the other lesson about dua. Then, the fourth lesson, inshallah, we'll wrap up on this fourth lesson, together with concern. Together with having the right aspirations, together with dua, obviously is effort. There has to be a concerted effort. And Ibrahim well, made this kind of effort, where he made this effort on Tawheer, he himself, inni barium He declared he's complete to completely being absorbed from any kind of shirk, nothing to do with any But then he made such an effort on Tawheel. يَرْجِعُونَ He established this in his progeny as well. This effort. Now, this effort is to be made on what? So, primarily, three things. It sums up everything. The first effort is the effort of the Imam. That we have to make effort of the Imam of What is the effort of Imam? That the right. A child, and then he's connected to Allah. The love of Allah is instilled in this child, and his trust is built in Allah. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Abdullah is a young boy, a young child, and he's riding with Nabi Sahasam on the sinful waves. Nabi Sahasam is kissing him. Oh, young child. I'm going to teach you some things now. I'm teaching you something. Listen carefully and understand this. Absorb this in your heart. <speaking> in <Hebrew> you take care of the commands of Allah, Allah, Allah will take
0: care
1: of you. <speaking in Hebrew> you take care of the commands of Allah, Allah you will find Allah with you. When you want Allah's help, He'll be with you. When you need Allah, Allah He'll be you with you. Or Oh my young child, if you ask, don't ask anything. Ask from Allah. You seek any assistance, then seek assistance from Allah. Now this is Imam who talks to the child, linking him to Allah. And the child has been linked to Allah, this is inevitable. One day everybody has to leave. Sometimes the father is resource, sometimes the child is But the day the father is gone, this child is not feeling hopeless and despondent. He is being linked to Allah, but Allah is the Otherwise he gives an eye of nothing left in life. And one we all to go. The is linking him up to Allah. If the whole of mankind gets together, now who is teaching, not some adults, the child is teaching imam. If the whole ummah gets together and tries to benefit you in some way, they cannot benefit you except to the extent that Allah has written for you. عَلَيْكَ If they try to harm you in some way, everybody, the whole mankind gets together with all their hydrogen bombs, and atom bombs, and whatever bomb, and all their armory, and their technology, and everything. But the yakin in the heart is, that they cannot harm you to one hair's breadth, except to the extent that Allah has zikrin Our young child is in taught imam. So to teach them imam, and to link them to Allah, subhanahu and to make their yaqeen in Allah, then they will live a life that is in obedience to Allah. This is a very primary lesson, and the way to get them to be linked to Allah, Allah is to link them to the Ahlul Ahla. Person to eat something, or the father, of is to say, kebab, se kebab milta hai. And the person is to hold the that kebab se that if a person wants to eat kaba, he go to the people who sell kab. And kapra say He goes to somebody who sells material and fabric, he gets fabric the from them. And Allah walla say Allah. The person who goes in the company of the Amullah, this transfers from heart to heart. And Allah Allah has kept his servants in every community. It's for us to seek them out. And to benefit from them. So the first thing is this effort of imam. Together with this effort on Iman and effort on A'mal. Effort of A'mal, we discuss Salah. Together with that, all the various other A'mal. Time is only running out just we up. Then all the other A'mal, we have to make an effort on. We have to make it a part and parcel of the chat And then, together with the effort on A'mal, the effort of Akhlaat, these are three things: Effort of Iman, effort on A'mal, an effort of akhlaq If we haven't taught our children akhlaq then we have put them on a collision course. They'll be colliding with everyone. They'll be, the be colliding with the marriages, they'll be colliding in their workplace, they'll be colliding with their relatives, they'll be colliding with their neighbors, they'll be colliding with anyone It'll be on a collision course. Because without akhlaq then a person will keep making blunders of the worst kind and hurting people's feelings and trampling people's toes and bring all kinds of things that will keep bringing difficulties upon himself. And a person who has akhlaq in him, the priest is teaching akhlaq to who? To a young child. He's addressing Hazrat Anas and he saying to him, Ya oh my young child, Oh my little child, what shafat, what kind of compassion, what love, what muhabbat, this is another lesson in it. that this is imparted by not giving orders, it is imparted by practical teaching and by expressing it and imparting it with love, O oh my beloved child, in qadarta an wa, tumsiya, wa fi qalbika Oh my beloved child, that if you can keep your heart clean of malice, if they do this, say, do, certainly do it. Why? Don't have any malice for anybody. Have a clean heart. But this is akhlaq. Akhlaq, there are certain things which are etiquette. You say please, and say thank you, and somebody now has come, so you say mashallah I'm very happy to see you. This is etiquette. Now this etiquette sometimes stems from akhlaq That is akhlaq in the heart So now this akhlaq is breathing about this good etiquette also And sometimes it is this etiquette So nothing is it akhlaq. It's because now the person, others are doing it, he does it Or people say, well this is something to be done But inside it's not there It's just been done as a routine Akhlaq, the real place of akhlaq is the heart A person is dealing with everybody well, why? Because his heart is clean And that is akhlaq. The other is a person dealing with others. Why? Because need of them. he needs some favors from them. He's also doing the same thing. But there's no lot of akhlaaq. So the Prophet also is teaching him to Keep your heart clean. totally clean of any malice. Taqleen the dālika min sunnati. The Prophet also taught him to encourage him and to give him the direction. See, that is my way. That is my sunnat. وَمَنَ تَحَقَّ الْسُنَّةِ تَعْنَ مَعِيْفِ jannah. The one who loves my sunnat will be with me in jannah. Can you imagine what a thing is to lift up? Cleanliness of the heart from malice and deal with the peace class from So, this is the lesson the peace class was giving to a young child. So, you have to make a put of Imam, on A'mal, and on Akhlaq primarily. This will encompass all the other things in it. And then, another very important thing is engaging with our children. Engaging with them in that either the Quran jati which deals with the aspect of Qurani but the sacrifice of God, peace be upon he is given the orders of your son. So what does he come? What does he do? Come, grab him by the neck, drop it down, and deal him first. I've seen this dream that I'm talking to you, what do you have to say? Now he's engaging him to prepare his mind, to make him ready for it. But this child again too, is a child of the enemy. He says, yeah, I will not. One side, the father will learn to engage our children. Make them understand. Teach, teach it to them in a way that settles in their hearts. From the side of our children, the child, that to be ready to cooperate with our parents. What is the father saying to the son? I'm going to be slaughtering you. Come on, I'm with you. I'll get slaughtered. No problem. This level of cooperation is another lengthy incident time has already run out. I've been saying this for the past 10 minutes, but we still carry on in any case, we try to cut it up now. When Rahim was around, after Ismail Asalaam Asalaam was married, and he came on several occasions in his visit, Ismail Asalaam wasn't there. He was brought out for some mohammed. So, Ismail, Asalaam Asalaam, in his absence, asked a lot of questions to the wife, to his son's wife, his daughter in law, she didn't even know who is this person in any case, when Ismail Asalaam returned, first thing was he sensed that somebody was here and he sensed like my father was here. But is a little bit, and I'm just picking up on this point. That there should be that amount of rapport between father and son. That even the mere coming in way of the father in the absence of the son, he perceived it. My father was here. It should be that kind of relationship. But the lesson of this fathers to engage here with children. To make their minds, to make their zahir as you call it, and to guide them in that manner that they go along. And for children to cooperate in this, to be part of this lesson, because our parents have learned things which we only learn when we are there. One is that somebody is standing on the ground floor, he can see certain things. Another person is standing on the top, he is standing on the 10th floor. So now the child is standing on the ground floor, and he is studying don't go out of this gate now. So he said, why was I going out of this gate? I'm a human being, I'm a big person, I'm an adult now, and I can walk with my feet, I should I'll told all the time, see, please don't go out. So now, he says, I don't know what I want to do. Now, is standing on the 10th floor, he can see beyond the boundary wall. He can see what's going on outside there. That there is a fierce dog roaming there. Or you can see whatever other, other harm is there because he's already on the 10th floor and now the person who's on the ground floor the boundary wall is in front of him, he will have to climb the steps From top he will be able to see also so sometimes it is possible to get an explanation sometimes it is possible to get an explanation that there is a dog there sometimes it is difficult to explain it in words that what is the harm and what's the there sometimes you have to just accept it that my parents have said something that's for me Inshallah, our I standing on the 10th floor, I will So in this way, we will get saved from so many things that could lead us to so many difficulties, hardships. But at the same time, if supposing it was the error of our parents, we didn't lose out in any way, Inshallah. We gained by being obedient to them. We gained tremendously in obedience to our parents. And anybody who wants to succeed in life, then among other things, one very great thing, is the obedience to parents. To the extent that if a person is not punctually deemed, then he's going to have to that is wrong, he will face the consequences of that. But people who are very, very uh, greatly in service to their parents, a lot of they are obedient to them obviously within the levels of deen, not in something that deen doesn't allow. And this has been generally seen that they prospered in dunya also. If they didn't, fulfill the obligations of Deen and that's a bad thing, there will be problems in the but service to parents brought prosperity in Deen, in Dunya and I'll finish up with one incident one Ali from Madinah Manawara, he had come to South Africa about 5-6 years ago, actually in 2011 4 years ago, so we met up and we just talking something and he was leaving, to was this part of the year for a month or so before Hajj and he was supposed to return that to and go for Hajj. So on that note, as that came out he said, Well, wait for Hajj and then he said this again today somebody asked me how many Hajj I performed. So he said, Well I explained to him I made forty six hajj. So he said forty six hajj he said you heard that when the call was made for Hajj, all these souls in Alam they said the bait so the soul that said the bake once will go for hundred once. whatever the soul said the bake, Some said the bake twice will go twice. You see, it seems that your soul to stop saying the bake. 46 hundred bake you make. He said, Well, that is it. But you see, in my can say I explained to the person in my heart and mind there is another reason for it also. Another reason what's a reason. So it's a lengthy incident just to cut it down. You see, you're in the rural area, living in a rural area of Pakistan and he was still a young boy, his mother got very
0: she got vigilant and he, maximum time he spent